everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Lifting the Rug. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You're like lax hey is always such an iconic intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you just take over. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to do equal talking this time because I feel like in the interview I kind of took over a lot. <laughs> but It was like not even 80-20. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Um... But we just wanted to thank everybody for listening to that episode. I think it was so, 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 so fun. How did you feel about it? Um, I was really excited about it. Uh, if you couldn't tell, I was definitely feeling a little under the weather. We both were. Yeah. But um, but I just get more hype when I'm like that delirious. <laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't relate to you on that. But it was definitely... F- I feel like if I would have felt better, I would have been way more into it. But I literally like... Last week. She took a six-hour nap I, before, before that. that interview. And that was at, at 5.30 p.m. If that puts, Behind the scenes. If that puts any perspective into anything. But, um, yeah, I thought that interview was, first of all, so cool that we got to do something like that. That was wild. Yeah. I, I feel so honored to have done that. Um, I hope we have Charlie on again. I really enjoyed having him. He just brings such, like, a, such a light. And, like, such an energy. Such an energy. So funny. Yeah. Can take something so, like, heavy, potentially, and make it so relatable and light. And that's what I love about his style. Yeah. He's so he's so great. I agree. Um, yeah. So we hope to have him on for, for more stuff, and we'd be honored if he, if he hopped on for more things. Uh, especially those really heavy topics they can use that kind of energy that he brings to the table so i really hope he decides to come back to us um yeah so we're gonna talk about something that you know we were supposed to talk about a couple weeks ago we were supposed to talk about it a couple weeks ago but we've really been trying to construct a narrative and like a focus that wasn't going to make people upset Mm -hmm. or um take away from the topic so that took a lot of careful planning and a lot of notes and a lot of just things that we research yeah we wanted to talk about it too because there's a lot of feelings involved and how do you partition fact and feeling appropriately with this heavy of a topic um there's a lot of weight to it it deserves proper attention and it really should be thought out really carefully so before we dive into it um disclaimer a little disclaimer if you feel like you might be triggered by certain things that we talk about or anything please um feel free to talk to us about it but also if you don't feel like you could listen any further that's okay we're going to be talking about 9-11 today um we just wanted to start somewhere we're not going to talk about you know Every little thing about 9-11, obviously, but we're going to talk about things that we think are either triggering or, um, you know, maybe important to us. Yeah. Um, Or something that's like spark, something that's like relates to what's going on right now. That's the thing. That's the thing. So how we can tie in 9-11 to what's what's happening today. Which is the scary part. It's a really scary part. It's like how... 20 years later, we're repeating history a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really scary. So if you feel like you could be triggered by this, please um, 
if you feel like you want to try to listen, try to listen. If you feel at any point that you need to stop listening, stop listening. Because I don't want anybody to be upset or triggered or broken apart by something that we say. We do not mean to be insensitive of anything or anyone. And this is a really, really, really hard topic to get into. But it's necessary because it's it's happening again. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so, Alessia, do you want to kind of talk a little bit? We did different kinds of research. So, Alessia uh-huh. kind of... I kind of took off, so I started actually doing research on this when I was in, like, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. I got into it um, for, like, a research project, and then ever since then, like, my attention grew to it more and more as I got older, and, like, you started to learn, like, more in depth about it through, yeah. like, social studies and stuff. So, like, my understanding of, like, what happened and, and like, obviously, like, the tragedy it's in itself, I knew the basics of it, um with like minor details and then about a month ago right before I think the 9-11 20 year anniversary this past year there was a doc series that came out on Netflix um that I ended up watching the first couple episodes there's I think nine episodes total and I think total I've watched five and they're like an hour and a half each so like watching five of them literally (laughs) I that's a commitment for sure yes and the first couple I kind of just like took to myself and read them I mean I watched them because like it was more of like the history not the history but like what happened in New York and I kind of knew a lot about that so I didn't really focus most on like the impact it had on New York because we learned a lot about that in school what I basically focused on um, was how Afghanistan and Al-Qaeda and the Taliban, how history is kind of repeating itself in that way, um, and how we weren't able to catch these people, um, in time. Yeah. Um, and I guess I could start by saying, if you don't know, the FBI and the CIA, um, had a major impact on like how this all even happened because even to begin with the f the cia um they do intelligence work overseas and the fbi does like counterterrorism in the u.s and the cia actually had a memo that was supposed to go out to the fbi to let them know that these terrorists were heading to the to america but the memo never got was never sent over or so they said was never sent over and to this day, people, like, think that, like, there was something that went on overseas that there was a reason why that happened. Um, oh, my Lord. Yeah. So, and th- they had started their journey, the um, attackers had started their journey here in January of 2001, I think. Because they had to do all of, like, the processing to make it seem like they were legit. Yeah. And they were, like, not just, like like, random people, like, you know what I mean, like, they had to get their visas, they had to get their pilot license, I'll go into that later, but, um, they disguised themselves as students who wanted to attend Flight Academy to get U.S. visas, and, (laughs) um, to the regular person, they were like, oh, yeah, like, why would we deny a person of that? Yeah. Not knowing what was happening, because that memo never got over to us. Wow. Yeah, so that was the first huge thing that, like, shocked me. Um, and there's more in that they go into detail about it in the episode that they watch. And it was, like, they talk about 
how, like, um, <clears throat> it was then the U.S. realized, like, they were headed to the U.S. Um, because there was a threat already from Al-Qaeda, and they had the U.S. visas already. So wow. even by the time, like, the FBI found out about it, like, there was nothing they could do because it was too late. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, like, the first huge thing that I pulled out from one of the episodes that I um, watched. Um, and then then I just kind of pulled out some more information about just some of the major, major people that had to do with it. Um, the Han- Hania Jor was the pilot on Penta- that was headed to the Pentagon on Flight 77. Two of the hijackers were part of Al-Qaeda. They were direct they were also the first to arrive in Los Angeles. Their names were Khalid Admihar and Nawraf Al-Zami. I'm sorry if I'm butchering these names, but I, I don't really know how to pronounce them. So they first went to Los Angeles of January, ended up in San Diego with the help of Omar Al-Bwami, who was a graduate student that got paid through the Saudi Gov and people thought he was a spy wow. back in when he moved there in February because he was so sketchy about what he did. He was living in like a house. He was a graduate student, but somehow he never got he didn't have to work a day in the U.S. So people thought it was sketchy and that the, he was like some type of a spy. So like wow. when he um when they moved, when all of them like had gone to Los Angeles and when they like help them Mm -hmm. that's when start things started to spin because they were like okay this guy is someone that's not good oh wow yeah um and then anwar al al also was based in san diego and was a leader of al-qaeda um they started flight training in san diego but couldn't um because of language barrier because of language barrier wow yeah so a lot of, like, I think there was, like, a good majority of them that tried to do it, but, like, there was too much of, like, that, like, yeah. we can't understand what you're saying, so we couldn't oh do it. Yeah. Um, this is wild. Yeah. And then, oh, another person that was actually, he was fr- a Frenchman who trained in Afghanistan. His name was Zacharias Mousseroy. Um He was supposed to be on flight 11, but ended up getting arrested in August of 2001. Oh. What? Due to his suspicious actions in flight school and was later connected back to the Ra- to Ramsey bin al Sh- Yeah, who was the coordinator back in Germany of the 9-11 attack. Oh my god. And if the FBI would have gotten to him sooner, they would have been able to look through the computer and found Mohammed Ada, who was the leader of 9-11. What? Yeah. This is so wild to me. This is like, like you're like watching this episode and like I'm like your mouth just drops every other second. Like it sounds like I'm just like spitting facts at you right now, but like these are just like things that I just like found like so like perpet like. Well, yeah, because you're seeing what could like all these lives could have been saved. Yes, like that's just so that's that's heavy. That's so heavy. Yep. That's so crazy. See, this is not opinion. This is fact. These like, are, you can't these are deny pure these factual, facts. factual, like, things that have come from, like... The FBI? <laughs> yeah. Like, our U.S. government? Yeah. <laughs> like, 
And it, it been scares me because, like, years. Yeah. what if something slips through the rug again like that? <gasps> like, that was an easy mistake that, like... See, but the a- issue now, here's the thing about what's happening right now, is yes. we're making these decisions. We're making these decisions. Yeah. Our government is saying, let him back in. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's just do it. You know, it's been long enough. It's been 20 years. For a reason. Yeah. It's been 20 years. So we won't get too much into that today because that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. We don't want to take away from, you know, the gravity of this one. But um, I just want to say that this 9-11 hit, so, not because it was the 20th anniversary. Maybe it was. Maybe because, you know, the media made it. They did really make a really nice tribute and, like... They, Everyone they was did, involved for his previous years where it yeah. almost felt like... They did a good job this, yeah. this year. Um, but something about it hit me different. I don't know if, you know, I... If you saw or listened to the interview last week, you know that I listened. I made myself watch all of the footage from that day, from, like, the sunny beginning of September 11th. It was a beautiful day. Yeah. Skies were clear. You know, they have, like, that big news broadcasting where you watch it from the beginning to the end to the rubble. Yeah. And it's just, like, your mind goes there. It takes you there. Even if, like, I was really young. I was maybe three. I was four. I was four when it happened. But... I wasn't even born. No, you weren't born, but it that... It takes you somewhere, but you have to make yourself, you have to like force yourself to watch it because it's so hard to, and you have to force yourself to sit there and like pretend almost like you're like it's live Mm -hmm. because it, it felt live. And like, I have watched that news, um, the broadcast, the broadcast multiple times a year. Like, I think I I watched it it a couple of years past, but um, I couldn't before you that. Th- <laughs> watching that, I think, it doesn't even cover no. 90% of no of the doc series that I watched. Oh my God. That doc series, I some of those clips I have never seen in my entire life. And I was like... I, Where'd they come from? Yeah. And then it was weird because after I actually watched that doc series, two weeks later, I ended up going to New York last... Two weeks ago, I went. Yeah. We went to New York yeah. City, and me and my mom were just like, "What are we gonna do?" Because we had to like, we had five hours to kill. Yeah, and I was like, <clears throat> "I want to go to the nine eleven museum." We've all we always go down to the World Trade Center and just you like don't go to the museum though. No, we always just like pay our respects, go to Ground Zero. We'll go to like the Oculus, like walk around, mm-hmm. but we never actually go- have gone to the museum. And I was like, "Why don't we?" It's just the two of us. Like we can take our time yeah. going through it. And when I say, like, it was so eerie, because you're in a building, first of all, that still is, like, part of, like, the walls and stuff are part of, like, the building. Yeah. So, like, like the, the bait, because you, like, no, you go under, like, you go, the ba- the museum starts, and you have to, like, go underground. Mm. And it's, like, basically the basement, with the, like, the basement, and, like, they have, like, still, like, a huge, like, wall barrier of, like... This huge wall. It's, like, probably, like, I don't even know how big. But it's, like, how they kept water out of the buildings. And it was oh. it was intact still. And that's, like, what they wrapped the first part of the building with. Uh. And, like, it's just, like, rubble. There's, like, the fire, the iconic fire truck that you see in, like, the dock series. Mm-hmm. You see that. 
you see mm-hmm. just like obviously like the pieces that like yeah like one of the um parts of the building that somehow like it was like the main floor that got hit like there was a one piece that just like stayed alive wow like and then like a part of the antenna obviously and it's just that <clears throat> stuff that like you see yeah. in person and you're like hang on like this is like <laughs> oh my god i'm so sorry leah's, leah's singing like in the singing in the background it's not helping her um, serious cause right now but in just like watching and reading like what was happening like reading like the individual stories because there's like parts of the museum where like you go in and it's all about like the people who passed away yeah yeah and like all you hear is like people clicking name different names and like Ugh. hearing messages and stories oh, I can't yeah the messages no. and it's just like uh, like your jaw just drop like like an no, obviously I, like i can't listen to the 911 calls there's that one that's all over like social media yeah that guy and then they are the ones who like attacked the pilot Oh, Before yeah, yeah, it went yeah, yeah, down. Yeah. That, that's a really, really famous one. And I made myself... I just made myself listen to all of these things that I've been avoiding listening to. Because I want to know. Like, I just want to... You have to almost, like... If you're going to do your research and, like, get to know what, like... You have to invest. You have to literally just, like, go full force. Yeah. Else it's not going to be worth it. Like yeah. you, you have to feel You have it. to feel the pain. You have to feel it. Because... I mean, it's reality at the end of the day. Like, it happened to our our nation. And, like, obviously, like, we want to do everything in our power so that doesn't happen again. I think that's the other thing is because now we have this platform. So we want to do something about it. This is the first year. Maybe that's why it's a little different. This is the first year that we could talk about it to an audience. And be like, what can we do now? How can we prevent this from ever happening again? Like, what do you guys think? Is it going to happen again? I don't know. I hope not. I really hope not. No, because I really hope that the politicians, as scummy as everybody is, because everybody has a little bit of scum in them, if you're, if you're, you know, you got something. You got, mm-hmm. you know, you got your own agenda kind of thing. But I just hope that they listen. They, they force themselves to listen to that broadcast. They force themselves to listen to that like those chilling messages and those like those vulnerable moments that was the most vulnerable moment i think of our nation that Mm -hmm. right there you've never seen people so scared together before but then it also people remember september 12th 2001 as like the the united states there was nothing that was gonna keep us like because if you think about it if you are going to be any type of separated on that day... what What's the point? Yeah. How are we going to survive? You couldn't survive if no. you were one United State. Yeah. Like, in that moment, everyone needed each other, no matter where they were in the country. Right. So I think now it's, the question is, are we forgetting? Are we forgetting those feelings? Why do we need to be, like, so reminded all the time... Yeah. That this happened. That this and that, happened. Unfortunately... I mean, not. I feel like in the past month, yeah, we've kind of veered away on on the news. Yeah. So like, you don't really hear about it as much. It was more August. No, it beginning, was it was it was beginning of September. September. 11th. Yeah, it was. You no. heard a lot about the Taliban and like obviously us like leaving Afghanistan and stuff. Like 
all of that stuff, but, like, now you don't hear about it as much, so what's going on? That's what my thought process yeah, so- is. so... Charlie kind of talked a little bit about this, how the news cycle is so fast. Yes. And he, he that's like his direct quote from him. It goes so fast. Uh-huh. Um, that was what we discussed last week. And he's like, even Afghanistan, you know, we're not talking about it anymore. Yeah. Well, what justify? And then I kind of, you know, stepped in a little bit and said, well, let me take it a step further and just say that they'll come back to it. But they'll use it somehow as a, this, like, crazy nucle- nuclear device to yeah. keep dividing us further and further and further apart. When they bring something back, it is a device to divide us it's more. It's not for the better. No. So you have to be on guard. You have to be like, how can I, ma- how can I like, ingest what this, what this story is telling me, but still keep, you know, my beliefs intact, but being open-minded to other people's, you know, opinions and beliefs. Yeah. How can we keep doing that? Because the government is so not for the United States mm. of America anymore. Somehow, <laughs> no. that's, like, gone. It's, it's, September 12, 2001 is, like, a good memory, but the government's like, yeah, no, not really. We need to, like, people need to, you know, cut it out, basically. Like, let's, let's keep partitioning them further and further apart. So that's, that's where I get really upset. Yeah. Um... I found an article um, that does a really good job about that vulnerability mm-hmm. thing that I was talking about. It's called September 11th, or September 11th, United America, 20 years later, the nation stands divided. And it was post-September 10th, 2021. It's by Corey Um, And then he said, instead... A we're all in this together narrative took hold in the media in the aftermath of terrorist attacks and remained there until Bush administration began pushing to invade Iraq, which happened in March 2003, which we can get into that event in itself, kind of of that decision to invade. Mm -hmm. We can get more into that, I think, when we talk more about Taliban stuff. But for the purpose of just this podcast, we won't go too much into that. Yeah. Um, and then they go on to, um, quote, safe to say if what happened on September 11, 2001 happened today, the response would have been vastly different, said Syracuse University professor Robert Thompson, an expert on popular culture. The major variable is social media and explosion of the digital environment. When bin Laden masterminded the 9-11 attacks, he did so from a hideout in Afghanistan, which we've been talking about, which was then being governed by the Taliban, homegrown practitioners of an extreme version of Islam, to some of the practices of the Middle Ages. But now the Taliban are back in power, their triumphant return paved by the Trump administration's agreements last year to pull U.S. forces out of the country, and the apparent failure of President Joe Biden's administration to anticipate how quickly Kabul would fall. So we're just kind of like doing this domino effect thing Mm -hmm. because power wasn't, power was so divided that they could never, their plans, Biden was like, I'm never doing Trump's, you know, plan. I'm never following through. It's a pride thing. We don't have time for pride, We do not. We don't have time for that. Especially after (laughs) something was set in stone. We lost so many soldiers within days of that poor decision making. Like, what? There was a plan in action. Yeah. That he didn't want to take because it was all about 
being, like, he was too, like, good for it. Yeah. But guess what? If Trump was, unfortunately, if Trump was in office, those 13 soldiers that passed away Mm -hmm. would not have passed away. I know. Because he had a plan. Yes. He had, like, a, they would still be there. uh He had, like, they weren't going to attack. They're. If if we stayed put, they stayed put. Yeah. Because it was, like, this game. Because then Biden just took them out, and then it was, like, there were still people there. It was but premature. Then, like, it was stupid. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it was, like, there was no thought after, okay, no. you took the people, you took, you brought everyone home, but guess what? You left most of them behind. Like, I know. You can't just do one stage of it and then just right. give up. And all of those... All of our weapons, all of our, like, the yeah. things that we have, they're all there, or they're all and destroyed, you know or they're all being you know used what, by them. You know what's funny? Um, in, I, forget, I, I probably should have wrote this down, but um, it was a couple years before uh, the attack had happened. Um, I want to say it was the late 1990s, mm-hmm. and... Um, the U.S. gifted um, Afghanistan these, like, power guns. Mm. And so they were basically these rockets. You just set them up, and you just, like, it, they, like, literally just, like, launch. Wow. And they kill anything and stuff. And, like, they were they gifted them so many things and, like, ammo and, like, different oh, things so they could, like, I don't know, like, build their army and stuff. And it just reminded me of what Biden's doing, giving them, like, millions of dollars mm-hmm. and, like, all of our, like, equipment. And that's what, like, triggered me. I was, like, that that's literally happened. That happened last week. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? I know. Like, it was, but like. the issue is nobody's, nobody is reacting. No. Because the social media is re- not reacting, so we shouldn't be reacting. We're fine. It's fine. Because nobody does, like. At the end of the day, okay, everyone knows the day. Everyone knows, obviously, it's a day of remembrance, and mm-hmm. it's the day that, like, we lost a lot of people. But 90% of America, that's all they know. They don't do that, okay, like, they maybe know a little bit more, but, like, they don't know, like, actually, like, what, but, like, the, the behind the scenes of, like, what led up to actually this happening. Like, yeah. it wasn't just, it wasn't just Afghanistan Okay, one day they decided to attack. There was things that led up to this attack for 10 years before right. it actually happened. Like, we saw, like... And it was just being shoved under the rug. Yes. And not taken seriously. Yes. And you know what, what's happening right now? Exactly the same yep. thing, everybody. But instead, we're not even shoving it under the rug. We're, like, welcoming it in. Yep. Like, and, it's a different kind of messed up right uh-huh. now. I really hope people wake up a little bit and understand that and are aware of your... Be aware of your surroundings. It's all I gotta say. Be safe. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. Like, when I... Like, if I have to get on an airplane by myself still to this day, like, I still get, like, shaken up. Well, yeah, I like, think... It's, like, a scare... Like, you never know, like, what could happen. No, no. And that's, like, I can't, so your mind goes there. I can't let my mind go there. Oh. And that's where I think. See, I try not to, but, like, I remember it was the first flight I ever flew by myself. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting at, like, at a window seat, and I was like, oh, great. No one's going to sit next to me. There's only one seat next yeah. to me. 
And um, I, like, sat down, and then all of a sudden, like, a guy sat next to me, and he was being very, like, fidgety. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think I told nervous. you this story. Yeah. And, like, he was, like, looking at his phone and, like, turning off his phone and, like, looking behind him and, like, looking in front of him. But in front of him, there was, like, nobody because we were sitting, like, pretty close to the front of the plane. And I was just, like, what is happening right now? And, like, he was just, like, like so frantic. And I'm not kidding. I texted my dad because I was flying from Miami to Boston. And I was, like, there's, like, a really sketchy guy in the plane. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And he was, like, no, it's going to be fine. Like, whatever. And I literally had an, a full-on, like, panic attack on this plane by myself. Like, had to put my earbuds on and just, like hope that like nothing would happen yeah because and ended up being like this guy was a really nice guy like he just was really scared of flying oh he's just like you he just externalized like he he like was really like he like he's like i purposely like try to drive places but this place because we were all the way in miami so obviously he couldn't drive to boston but he was like i had to fly and like i'm so nervous right now oh and i like like that was you inside (laughs) yeah that was but like i him saying that like reassured me and like I felt better. That's good. That's good. But he probably saw that you were nervous. Oh, he asked me if I was okay, if I needed to get like water, and I was like, no, I'm okay. Like, I was like, I I can't like express that feeling ever, and like, it's like those things that just like, like You're why just, like, do I have to feel like that on an airplane? Because of that day, it's like, never gonna go away, right? And yeah, I think that's why I don't. I I've waited so long to listen to those things and like put myself there but I had to I don't know why I, th- I you know I expressed kind of why I think why it's because I don't want history to repeat itself and it's because I have this platform now and I have to force myself to like this is reality this is what happened you have to if you want to be the one to remember you have to experience it and feel that pain yes as much not as much as you can but like feel it like don't be afraid to feel your feelings because at the end of the day day, it's so scary yeah like don't be afraid to be afraid (laughs) and it also i feel like kind of hits different because of the amount of people that are in our lives that could have been affected by that day but thank god were it i think it's so wild so like if everybody knows me i'm a huge michael jackson fan he was in new york city that day and he missed a meeting in the Twin Towers because his mom kept him up too too late at night. And they were, like, talking on the phone. And he's like, my mom saved me from 9-11. Holy shit. Isn't that wild? It's stuff like that that you're just, like, timing. There's, yep. it's, there's no such thing as a coincidence. And that's where I go. I, I, yeah, I don't let my mind go there. But I, I am afraid now feeling all those feelings and going into it so deep as deep as I did this year I went really deep into it this year yeah I'm going on a plane on Friday I think I'll probably be really scared <laughs> like I'm I'm gonna have a different level of anxiety that I usually don't have yeah because that's of reality of things it's just different yeah. it's it it takes you to a different place but you also can't live in fear right because so we come from you know faith too we come from there's that side of things where yeah. we're really fortunate to put a lot of trust in, in God in God and you know and hope that like you're in the but right place. But not everybody right has now. that. So yeah. not everybody has that like 
that safety blanket because yeah. that is that is the thing that like I pray. I just pray. Pray well, that's over what you and have over to and do. over again. And you, I literally just like pound my head. And I'm like, ah. There's so many different. There's so many different layers to this, yeah. but it's just. It's important to be informed. Don't shy away from it. Ignorance is not bliss in this in this case no because there's a way to inform yourself without like not wanting to live your life anymore and i think we all have to find that balance and face this day as a day to remember but also a day to honor and like say okay i'm gonna put myself there yeah these people deserve that like this day deserves that our nation bled that day Mm -hmm. literally So we need to buck up and just, we need to be a part of it somehow. Figure out a way to be a part of it because those people that died deserve that. They deserve that attention. Um, So really think about that. Think about all that was said today. Just also don't let the social media dictate how you should or should not feel about it. Feel your feelings. If you're like, I don't know if I care a lot about it. Why not? Discover that. Explore that. Why don't you? Because maybe the obviously maybe like you have no emotional connection because you feel like you shouldn't, you, or like there's like no like there's not not a reason like and that's you okay. didn't really know anyone or like anything that affected you. That that's like, okay. Okay, yes, that's fine. But like, I mean, what's what will it hurt to go, do a little bit of research? Do a little bit of research. I'm telling you that live that live broadcast will change your life. I promise. Or I really recommend the doc series on the Netflix. doc series. I haven't li- um, I haven't watched that yet because it's like it's too um that's too concrete for me and it's too real. I think I have to watch it sometime this week, unfortunately, and start like. I'll tell you what it's called really quick. Um, but yeah, I just don't... it's called Turning Point. Yeah, it's it, it hits hard. Um, but it's necessary. Yeah, and there's oh no, there's five. My bad. There's five episodes in it, and I've watched four of the five. Um, but those episodes are grueling. Yeah, I think we'll we'll talk more about nine eleven. But this was just like something that we just needed to talk about. Yeah. After you know watching the stuff, after doing a lot more research than we normally do, um, after just having, taking our time and yeah, really methodically thinking about how we want to hit this. Like, yeah hit this topic without hitting people in the face and making them upset. Yes. Because this could cause a lot of a lot and of I controversy. And I feel like us kind of attacking more of the um what happened in like behind the scenes versus like the actual day itself. Yeah. It kind of makes it a little less um overwhelming because um now you have new facts you have yes and also i feel like once you start diving into like what happened that day and like the grueling aftermath it Mm -hmm. almost like brings like your mood down like three notches yeah i also i also think that it's an opportunity for people to be like wait we had tools and resources to figure it out and we didn't figure it out before it happened but we have double the amount of resources now, and we're still maybe even triple all these people. Yeah, huh? I wonder why. That's something that we're gonna leave you with, and we're gonna make you ponder that yeah. and really think about what kind of leadership is happening right now that we have triple the amount of resources that we did thirty years ago because it was a ten year in the making plan. Yeah, we have 
almost, yeah, I would say triple the amount of resources and we are still in this boat. Unacceptable. We need to change. We need to find change. If feeling your feelings and getting into it and just diving in is your contribution to this day and your way of honoring it, do that. But also scratch your head and question your leadership, question social media, because this should never be repeated and the the little artifacts that it's leaving behind, like the little breadcrumbs that the Taliban mm-hmm. are now leaving behind to kind of lead up to what I think might be a little bit of the same thing yeah. or even bigger is worrisome to me. But what's, to add on to that, what really worries me is that they're coming back into, they're trying to come back into the United States, like, and tell us that, like, they're good now. Like, yeah. How and, many movies have you seen where, like, the bad guy says they're yeah. good and then they, like, hit you in the back of the head with a Glock? Yeah. Hello? Like, when we were watching the news for, like, the first, like, those weeks, it was always on, like, on repeat, like, all the stories, and yeah. mom would just be like, but they're good now, and I'm like, mom, <laughs> let's take a second and let's rewind. But here's also uh, the other thing that we don't want to confuse you guys with. We know that people, a group does not identify every single person in that group. Oh, right? no, 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 no. Like, everybody has... And there's probably multiple layers. And you know what? They have a cause. And they're fighting for a cause. Kudos to them for, like, taking it to this next extreme that America just can't seem to get on. <laughs> we just can't seem to get on this level of, like, getting, yeah. like keeping ourselves safe. I don't know what it's going to take, but I hope it doesn't take a tragedy like this one. So I really hope that you guys just take something out of this. Yes. Like... Watch something, do something, say something, read something, read something. If it's block even... someone on social media because it's just dumb. These people are dumb. I I hate it. I hate it here. And even if you want to like learn about it, but don't feel like you don't want to like learn too much. Mm-hmm. There are. I know it sounds like cheesy, but there are like stories about nine eleven that are for like younger kids. Yeah, and they just hit the basics. But guess what? Those basics are things that you probably didn't even know. Yeah, because you, a lot of people have been doing what I've been doing and blocking it. Yeah. Because you, you, you have an emotional block, an emotional wall, which I totally get. But breaking down that wall is scary, but it's also liberating because it gives me, it makes me feel more powerful. It makes me feel like I have control uh-huh. of my opinions more, control of, you know, what I have to bring to the table about what I feel. Yep. Because before I was just like, oh, yeah. And it gives terrible. you, I don't know, but it gives you a, this power of knowledge that yeah. like you didn't realize that you could have mm-hmm. about such a serious topic. But you want to have it and you oh, want more. Because yeah. like, once I start, I want more. Because when we were at that museum, we were walking through it and I was like, I know all this information and more. And like mom was like, how? And I was like... Because I the watched docu-series. the docu-series and I've just been like, learn- I've been doing my own research for so many years now. It's like me with like, I know this sounds awful, but the Holocaust. Yeah, like she loves that shit. I just like. We'll I, have a whole different discussion I have a that. passion for, when I have a passion for something and learning about something, I take it to like the next like degree. I have a, no, I have that same thing. I have a passion for like legends and like yeah. their endings and stuff. I want to know all about like the parallels yeah. of all these legends endings and I can't get enough and I've been researching uh-huh. it for 10 years yeah. 
And it's just like, it's a passion. And I want this to become a passion for me because it's so important. And it sets such a tone for where our country is going. And it sets the foundation for where our podcast could go. Because this hits different. This hits hard. This should be the core event that shapes us for the better and not makes us repeat history. It just shouldn't be that thing. Yes. This should not be designed for that. This should be designed for the opposite and making us better. Better and to learn from the mistakes that we did make. That's all I have to say. Listen, you guys do what you got to do with this information. Um, All the information we just threw on you in the matter of I don't even know how many minutes. Bro, it's been so long. 40 40 minutes. minutes. Okay, that's like been our standard though. That's been our standard time. 40 minutes. You guys can handle 40 minutes. You're fine. Um, (laughs) You're fine. (laughs) We're 26 episodes in. You know us by now. Um, yeah, so really just think about it, do your thing, do your research. Um, yeah, do what feels right, you know, let it take you where it needs to take you. And if you feel like you need to stop, stop. Maybe that's, I mean, this is the end though. So like, I know this is the end of the episode. So they'll be listening to it now. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you got all the way to this point, kudos to you. (laughs) All right. It was definitely very, like, dark, and I don't recommend listening Um, this before bed. I don't think it was that dark. I think we did a good job. Uh, The whole flying alone thing on Friday for me is going to be really hard. Oh, lordy. I was really... Cola will knock someone out for you. (laughs) Knock someone out? We don't need to knock anybody out. I need to knock me out. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Why are we knocking people out? I don't know. Someone tries messing with you. That's true. If somebody starts fidgeting, she'll just be like her fist in their face. <laughs> like, stop. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we'll leave you to that. All those deep, dark thoughts <laughs> of ours. And yeah. Yeah. Peace and out. if you want us oh. to do more on this topic, um, I'd I love think, to. I think we'll talk more about the Taliban. It needs to be talked about. Um, Maybe we'll even talk about. Um, I don't really know. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, we just need to talk about stuff like this. We need to talk about heavier stuff because I think the podcast is ready. We're ready. Yeah. And we're, we're going to hit it hard. Yeah. We're excited. We're going to knock things out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Have, everyone have a great Columbus Day weekend. And oh, yeah. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Peace.